Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com, your number one source for Lightseekers cards and three points of healing. Welcome back, Seekers, to episode 16 of Need More Buffs. I am your host, Matt Sonnenberg. And today, as promised, I have a very special guest for you. He is the Chief Marketing Officer, or CMO, of PlayFusion, and his name is Willie Wilkov. If you've attended any of the major events here in the U.S., there's a good chance you've met Willie, as he has been at just about all of them, I think, and is usually right up front providing demos of the game and interacting with all the fans. Today, Willie was gracious enough to join me on the show to discuss the plans that PlayFusion has for the Lightseekers trading card game in 2018. And I must say, these plans are quite extensive, and I am very excited to share them all with you. Much of this, I understand, you may have seen yesterday from various articles that PlayFusion posted or their press release or things like that, but I think there are still a few tidbits and details in here that you may not have heard elsewhere, and I hope that you will take a listen and enjoy. As always, the show notes for this episode can be found at deliverycrab.com slash 016, deliverycrab.com slash 016. Finally, before we get started, I want to make sure that you stay tuned all the way through the end of the show because I have a very special giveaway announcement to make. So with that being said, let's get right into the show and welcome Willie. Welcome to the show, Willie. I'm so glad you can make it. Thanks, man. I'm excited to be here. We got a lot to talk about today. That we do. I I, I was greatly surprised when you sent over all the things that you were allowed to talk about. And I, I just, oh, this is going to be very exciting. Uh, for, for a lot of people, I know by this point, you've hopefully either caught the Twitch live stream where they were talking about this stuff, maybe some information in the press release, articles on websites, wherever you might have seen it. You may have heard about some of this, but I think we're going to be able to take a little bit of this more in depth and I hope you'll find some little tidbits that you maybe didn't know about before. So, Willie, I think the the biggest thing that jumped out at me is the thing that everybody has been waiting for for months now, it feels like, that we knew eventually there were going to be new cards coming. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, we couldn't wait. I mean, for us, I mean, our team has been working on these cards for a while, lots of play testing. Um, you know, guys playing the office all the time, trying to make sure we're putting the cards out there that that people want. And most importantly, listening to the community and, and taking the feedback we've gotten over the last few months to make sure that we uh, we do it's in the best interest of our players. So we, we've had set one for a while now. And I think I've asked this question to some people before and they kind of gave me an answer. But I, I, I'm kind of wondering if the answer has changed now, too. So set one. Would you maybe title that Awakening? Is that kind yes. of how things are going now? Yeah, so set one was Awakening. Okay. Um, this new one is called Mythical. And uh, with every expansion that we come out with, you'll see a different name. So, you know, the backs of the cards are Light Seekers. The game is the Light Seekers trading card game. But mm-hmm. you should see that change with, with every new release. Beautiful, yeah. So Mythical... Uh, is going to be a 152 card set, 
uh, plus some reprints from what I understand, correct? That is correct. All right. 152 cards. That, uh, I'm, I, I just can't imagine what's going to be in there. But that's going to be a surprise for later on, I think. Um, one thing we do know that is going to be in there, though, are the cross-order heroes, the long-rumored cross-order heroes. What can you tell me about those? Well, I can tell you that they are. Uh, there's a new rarity, uh, the Mythic Hero, and those will be coming out in these packs. They uh, have two uh, elements from one order and one element from another order. Um, and there's a nice benefit having you know the ability to play across orders without having to use an item. Um, so people are very excited about that. They also have some very very cool text on them. They do some very interesting things. And, <laughs> I'm sure they do, yeah. And, uh, you know, we like to tell everybody that, you know, we're going to start revealing cards on uh, Sunday, the 11th of February. And we're going to reveal lots of cards. So every couple of days you'll see new cards. We are um, reaching out to folks in the community um, that have gotten behind Lightseekers and supporting them by having them help us reveal cards. So we're really excited about that. And Matt, I was going to ask you, you have any interest in revealing one of the cards? I don't think you even have to ask, but yes, yes, I will. Uh, all right. So we'll talk about that, you know, after the, uh, after the interview, but, um, sure. yeah, so you'll be able to show up to some of your favorite light seeker sites and, uh, throughout the month of February and leading up to the launch in March, you'll, you'll get to see a lot of the different cards and get a chance to see what's coming so that when the, the on-street Tate is here, you'll, you'll have a really good idea of what, what you can expect. That's right. So you said uh, that release in March, it looks like we're looking at March 20th, correct? Yep, that's the date. Um, we are going to work with all the stores carrying light seekers to make sure they have the product in advance of that date. Uh, if they want to do an event that Tuesday evening, they're welcome to. Otherwise, you would expect that following weekend. Uh, we anticipate a lot of booster drafts happening. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a new breakdown in these booster packs. So, the you know, we'll have to revisit that that boot that booster draft format as well very true yeah that, that could change things a bit B before i forget about though we, we kind of glossed over with the cross order heroes I, I i just wanted to clarify to make sure everybody understands this that these heroes are still only going to have access to three elements correct that is correct okay so is there any rhyme or reason as far as you know to which elements get paired with which? I do know that. I'm uh, just not able to share that at the present time. Okay. So you, those will be revealed over the upcoming month. I, I can imagine, yeah. The other thing I think we know then is we are getting an extra card in each pack. Yeah, I don't know the math. I'd love to say it was 10% more cards per pack. <laughs> it's pretty close. There, Where there were nine, there is now 10. Um, and sort of the breakdown and how the cards are assembled is different. Um, you know, we heard for a while from our community that, you know, they were cracking boosters and they were getting more heroes and combo cards than they, than they needed. So mm -hmm. eight of these 10 cards will be action cards. Wow. So, uh, yeah, knowing people need three copies of those cards when they're building their decks, uh, getting more action cards, I think will, will really make people happy. Um, sort of that ninth slot in there will be uh, a 50-50 chance of either being a hero or a combo card. So you'll be getting significantly fewer heroes and combos yeah. than you have in the past. And then that 10th spot is reserved to be a guaranteed foil card. 
Beautiful. Yeah. Don't, I mean, everybody loves some foil cards, so that, that'll be nice. That'll uh, be guaranteed now in every pack. Is the MSRP of these packs going to stay the same then? Yes. So the same price, it's usually about $3.99 is the suggested retail price. So it's the same price and more cards. Okay. So okay. I think there's uh, nothing, nothing but good news in that. And I know in set one, there was a little bit of confusion. Like people didn't even realize there were two different booster boxes out there, like the 24 packs and the 40 packs. Do you know, is that going to stay the same or are we moving one way or the other? Yeah, it's a good question. In the past, we did in fact have uh, the smaller boxes with 24 count and the larger at 40. For this set, they'll exclusively be available in 40 count booster boxes. And that's both in the U.S. and the U.K. Okay. I, I like to see the consistency there for sure. All right, with a release date of March 20th, I have one very important question, which I I have a feeling I know the answer to, but will the cards from Mythical be allowed to be played at PAX East? The answer to that question is yes. We wanted to make sure we got the set out in advance of the PAX East tournament. Yes, so you'll be able to play both Wave 1 and uh, Wave 2 at the PAX East event. I think it'll make the action very exciting because, you know, there'll be new cards and new interactions and everybody's going to wonder how they all play together. And exactly. And that'll be an opportunity to do that. No, no one's going to really have a lot of experience at that point. So it's going to be uh, our first tournament all over again, I think. Speaking of tournaments, though, we got a, got a big notice about the companion app. And I know I've had some experience with this at PAX South, but a lot of people may not even know this exists. So I, I just wanted to um, read this. I'll read this straight out of the press release. It says the, the Lightseeker CCG companion app to help players locate, register, and participate in Lightseeker's live events. PlayFusion announced the launch of Lightseeker's TCG companion app. The new TCG companion app allows players to pay entry fees and see player rankings while allowing store owners and tournament organizers to manage every aspect of a Lightseeker's tournament, including structure, pairings, drops, scorekeeping, tiebreakers, results, and records. That sounds like a lot. I'm wondering, I've only seen part of this in action. I've been able to sign up for the events in the app. I've been able to register a deck name. I've been able to pay for the events in the app, which I thought was fantastic already. But it sounds like it it could be getting a lot deeper and kind of opening it up to the store level even yeah so i mean this is a this is the starting point for us there's going to be a lot more work that's going to be done uh leading up to the pax east tournament uh at the beginning of april it's also going to get a little bit of a a facelift you know make it look a little bit nicer but it's a tremendous app we're really pleased and proud of what it does we think it brings a lot to the uh the organized play experience um for us just understanding which decks are being played and which decks win is very interesting information um, that helps us in R&D, but it also helps us tell some interesting stories moving forward. We want um, all the stores to be able to run the tournaments using the software um, so that we can have consistent player rankings across the world and allows us to, you know, players to know where they stand in terms of their points relative to the Light Seekers community. We have big plans for it. It's going to continue to grow and evolve over time, but it's, you know, it's something that is, is still sort of in its infancy. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. That's something I've always done. I mean, you, you can kind of see it in my site, Delivery Crab. Like, I've always f- favored function over design, I guess. 
And the other thing too is, look, we're listening to everybody. You know, when we go to these events, the biggest thing mm-hmm. for us is to spend time with our players and to hear what they like about it, what they don't like about it, what they'd like to see added. I mean, we were in a meeting the other day and there were some real funny things that were brought up in terms of what it could do. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just stay tuned. There, there's a lot more fun stuff coming in support of that app. Definitely. I, I, I have had this question though from a few. Well, some fans and some store owners and such, you mentioned that like store owners are going to be able to run their own tournaments and stuff through the app. Are they going to need something more than the app or just is just downloading the app going to be enough? No, if they download the app and the players all register via the app, they should be able to run the the, uh, tournaments in their stores using the app. And then those results will automatically be tracked within the broader system. Okay, is that something that's available right now or will be available soon? It is, you know, part of it is just an, it just takes some education. You know, okay. the students just need to become more familiar with them. You know, the instructions right now are there. They're probably more comprehensive than they will be over time. You know, the simpler we can make it for them, the, you know, the greater, you know, usage we will have. And uh, the more usage we have, the, the more valuable it's going to be as a tool. Yeah. I, I, and one of the most valuable things I've seen in there actually is the event list. Like I've only been able to use it for like the major tournaments. That's all I've been able to attend because I don't really have a lot of stores in my area right now that carry the product. But is there a way to get your event listed on that list there? Yeah. So if you're a store and you're carrying Lightseekers product and you want to do events in your store, we can get you registered on the site and then you're listed and then you can, you can post your own events. And then there's also some groups that we've set up that don't have physical locations. So maybe they are, you know, a virtual group and we've been able to accommodate those groups as well. Wonderful. So speaking of tournaments though, um, we have, well, we, I guess technically we've already had a couple of regional tournaments take place, whether we knew it or not, but we have a few more regional tournaments coming up in the next few months. Correct. So basically, we already had our PAX Unplugged tournament, which, you know, at the time, as you know, since you were there, yep. was, was sort of our first experiment in terms of, you know, a uh, competitive tournament. And we weren't quite sure heading into that how it was going to connect. And then we built upon that. We made some changes for PAX South. Um, the other events leading up uh, to our, our recently announced national tournament is the, you know, the PAX East tournament. Uh, in April, and then Origins in June and the LA Anime Expo in July. And any players who who finished in the top eight in those tournaments, and that goes for sealed or constructed, will receive an invite to the national tournament uh, taking place at Gen Con in August. Now, we also have a similar structure in the UK where we have these regional qualifying events that will lead up to the national tournament uh, at the UK Games Expo in June. Now, okay. we've created a similar prize pool in both countries, as well as a $10,000 uh, prize pool in, in both the U.S. or the U.K. And uh, we've gotten questions from people. Can they uh, redeem their invitation in the U.S. and the U.K. and vice versa? And, you know, we're happy to say yes. If you do receive two invitations, you would be able to compete in both tournaments. But we're really, really excited about this. We think it creates great experiences for our players. We've selected a wide range of geographical events. Um, And we also have other events that we haven't announced yet um, that I'm happy to share with you today. Yeah. Uh, We will also be attending through Cascade Games, the Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle in March. We will be at South by Southwest as well in March in Austin, Texas. 
Uh, we'll also be in Houston at the Anime Matsuri Festival at the end of March. Texas is becoming a really big market for us, building off of uh, our success at PAX South. I, I, I've noticed that myself. <laughs> yeah, it's growing quickly. We're so excited about that. We're going to we're gonna hit the southeast in Atlanta, Georgia with Momocon. We're going to go back to Austin for DreamHack in June. We'll be at TwitchCon in Long Beach in October and DreamHack Atlanta in November. And you know, while the top eight at those smaller events may not qualify for nationals, um, the winners of those events will probably receive an invitation as well. So again, trying to hit as many different places across the country as possible. And I'd also say while I'm thinking about it, if anybody in those areas is interested in perhaps working at any of those events, they can apply to do so at cascadegames.com. Wow. That is a lot of events. And I, I'm, I'm glad to see that you're getting out there and more and more people are getting to play this game because really that's all it takes for people who love this game is just play it. But I am kind of sad that I'm not going to be able to make all those events. Uh, well, we know everybody can't make all of them. I mean, it is a lot. But, you know, again, we're, we're I think we're doing a good job covering um, all the different areas. We got stuff northwest, central U.S., east coast, Texas, uh, L.A. And, you know, if there's other events that make sense, we're always looking for new opportunities to, to introduce our game to new players. Certainly. Yeah. But I think one of the main ways that we're going to be able to introduce this game to new players is something... Uh, another little something that we've been waiting for for a long time that we kind of have some information about is the digital version of this game. I, I have one friend in particular who he he's told me time and again, like he, he, he helped with the Kickstarter and he wants to get into the game, but he, he just never has enough time to play it physically. And he's told me multiple times, if it ever goes digital, I will play. Yeah. I mean, we are absolutely excited um, and slightly terrified about our aggressive timeline for this digital <laughs> game. It's a lot of work to do, and obviously, you know, we need to do it well. Um, but we understand the importance and the urgency of giving players an opportunity to play digitally. Um, you know, there are people who don't have a local community. We're trying to change that. But in the interim, it allows us to expand to other geographies as well. Um, if you have friends that you like to play with uh, that are in other countries, if you have friends in other cities, it gives you an opportunity to engage with the brand, continue to play the game. It allows competitive players a chance to try their decks against other players. And the more scenarios you encounter when you're playing the game, the more you can learn and optimize your deck for, for competitive play. Exactly. Do we have a at least tentative release date for that then? Uh, I believe in the press release we said mid-June. Okay. Uh, that's about as specific as we can get at the present time. And I guess one final question about that. Do you, do you know, will that initial release, is that scheduled to include uh, Mythical as well? I, I don't want to get into too many specifics about it because I, I don't want to, I don't want to misspeak. Sure. Um, but, you know, considering these physical cards are coming out now and we're looking at that in July or I'm sorry, June, it should be, uh, it should be in there. Uh, but again, um, sure. What, what we will see as we get close. I, I won't hold you to that yet. Thank you very much. I <laughs> but we do have other things in the interim coming up sooner, actually. I believe April 1st is not an April Fool's joke, I'm hoping. But we should see the beginning of some organized play in stores. 
Yeah, I mean, right now, if stores reach out to us and they want to do tournaments, we will support them, send them products and promos so that they can do that. Uh, but what we really needed was a you know a formalized program that's consistent in the U.S. and the U.K. And basically what this will do is prior to the month, it will allow um, local game stores to be able to order kits uh, based on how many tournaments they host per week. And then the prizes for the winners will be uh, foil hero cards. Um, as you know, um, you know some of the heroes we've we've issued in the past in the starter decks did not have foil versions. Yeah. So um, let's say, for example, you know the first month, if we did Tenebra as our hero, you'd be able to win a foil version of her uh, in the month of April, and then nice. there would be a corresponding foil of one of the combos of that order as well. And then we would do a version of that hero on a play mat. Uh, for the monthly winner at that store as well. So retailers will be able to order those kits. Players will be able to go in and compete. Um, what we like about it is we're not only rewarding the winners and perhaps the runners-up of those tournaments, but we're also giving a card to all the participants as well, uh, which a lot of other companies don't do. So we thought that was kind of a nice way to reward our, reward our fans for coming out to play the game. Absolutely. I I wouldn't say no to that. Now, obviously, you're trying to get this game out to as many stores as possible and as as wide an audience as possible, all geographically and otherwise. But I have to ask, are there going to be any other opportunities to get some of these cards if you aren't able to play in some of these events? I mean, that's a good question. I'm open to ideas and suggestions. I mean, right now, you know, what we want to do is, you know, let's say you're a player and you, you want an opportunity, introduce us to your local store. Uh, that's how we get our best relationships with stores is there's a player who's passionate, who introduces it to a local game store owner, puts us in touch with them. Um, we also have our visionary program that's coming out. I'd love to talk about that for a few minutes as well. And that allows some of our biggest fans to help introduce the game to local game stores. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just another way to sort of expand our player base and get more stores doing organized play and provide more opportunities for players to participate in that program. Sure. So, yeah, I guess that, there you go. If your store isn't getting involved yet, let PlayFusion know. Get in contact with them somehow. If you want to get in contact with me through the podcast, I'll pass on your information if that's what it takes. But Get them involved now so when April rolls around, you will not be missing out on these opportunities, hopefully. But you, you mentioned this visionary program. I've kind of had a little behind-the-scenes information about this for a while now, but if you want to explain exactly what's going on with it and what you know about it going forward. So it's something we've talked about for quite a while, but now I'm excited to say is becoming real. Um, if it doesn't launch this upcoming week, uh, which it should, it will definitely be up the following week. And what it is is a program for sort of our biggest fans to help us grow the brand. And it's okay. completely voluntary. It's something people do because they love the game. Um, and what you do is you can sort of uh, – you can either raise your hand and there's sort of the first initial tier – um, where you just are a fan and you're active on social media or you help tell people about the game. And then it steps up from there. Uh, sort of the next level um, requires an application um, and a recommendation um, to be selected. And these are folks who can, you know, basically go into local stores and help with tournaments, you know, introduce the game to stores. Um, there's a variety of different roles that they can play in terms of helping us grow light seekers. And, you know, opportunities to help out at events and things like that. 
Sure. And then there's also sort of an advanced tier. Um, and these would be our folks who uh, can work in an official capacity at tournaments in, in sort of a judge type capacity. They'll need to sort of get a suitable score on a rules test uh, <laughs> that makes sure that they know the rules yep. and that we're comfortable having them play that role. And then, you know, those those folks we really want to have in place prior to the to the national tournament. Sure. Uh, coming up in June in the UK and, and, and uh, in August here. So, you know, we're trying again to build that. We need more people who know the rules so that we can have high quality experiences at these tournaments. And, you know, those certifications will be, will be coming out, you know, in the next couple months. Perfect. And then finally, the, the, the last thing I think that the press release we got talked about was some accessories that are coming out, which I'm super excited about because right now, I mean, yeah, I have like color coded accessories, but they're not really specific. They're just very generic. And since light seekers is the only game I play, like I wouldn't mind buying some branded stuff. So what do we got coming? Yeah. So we're very excited. You know, we've been talking to the ultra pro folks for quite some time. Um, and you know, after meeting with them a little bit earlier this year, uh, we've decided to work with them to produce a Light Seekers deck box. And so the deck box will be good. You'll be able to hold two sleeve decks in the box, and there's a divider so you can separate your two decks, uh, which Thank is great. You. Yes. <laughs> and then we will have um, three different versions of protective card sleeves that will be available for purchase, and they're branded Light Seekers. Um, you know, there's sort of a range of different looks for people based on, on what they like. Sure. Um, and then also they'll be doing uh, some play mats for us, oh. um, and uh, those play mats will be available uh, for local game stores to purchase um, and sell, and websites to sell online. So um, <laughs> we're, we're going to try and update those um, play mat designs quarterly, Okay. Uh, and those will be the ones available for purchase. And, and as always, we will try to have event-specific play mats uh, that change with each event as well. So there'll be no shortage of playmat opportunities for our fans as well. Yeah, no one's going to complain about too many opportunities. So that that is a lot of information, a lot of good stuff coming up. And just to think that that's all coming up this year yet. Uh, it's going to be a busy year. Yeah, there's other things we didn't necessarily talk about that, you know, I think are really important. And I think our fans will really appreciate. We're really investing in story and lore. We have this incredibly rich world that we've created with these amazing characters that we know people love, but we haven't really told their stories. So you'll start seeing over time more videos about these heroes, understanding a little bit more about their place in the world, um, what their motivations are, the conflicts. Uh, we view story as being incredibly important moving forward, something that you'll see you know, come through in our website content and social media. Uh, we want to incorporate them into our organized play experience and our competitive tournaments. Um, so we have a very strong vision of where we want to take that. And that's going to be very important for us moving forward. Yeah, that's that's exciting as well. Like, I it, it's not something I've really thought about too much at this point, but I, I have heard some folks talk about it, like, like, who are these different races and why are they fighting each other? And I think that that story that you have built into that is going to be very important to answering some of those questions. Absolutely. Why are they called light seekers? Why are they <laughs> battling each other? And all of that will be told 
So we're excited about that. I think that's about all we have right now for you. Did you have anything else you wanted to touch on before we leave? You know, it's just, I mean, it's an exciting time for us. You know, the, the momentum's building. You know, we're really trying to expand, you know, across the U.S., into new geographies, Canada, Australia. We want to give new opportunities for engagement with our fans through the visionary program and the organized play. And all that's leading up to this digital game, you know, coming out in the second half of the year. So a very, very exciting time to get on board with Lightseekers. Um, and again, if our fans have suggestions, we're all ears. We want to make sure that we're providing the best possible play experience for everybody and just continue to get better over time. Absolutely. So if people, I, I guess we'll break this up in a couple of categories. If someone is looking to get their store involved with light seekers, who should they contact? Well, they can always reach out to lightseekers at playfusion.com. And somebody will get back to them. If people want to reach out to me, they can always reach out to me. We're always looking for stores that are interested. And all we need to know is, hey, you know, I want to go to my local game store. I'd love for them to carry it. Here's their contact information. We will reach out to them and do whatever we can to bring them on board. All right. And if people have suggestions for the game, um, is there somewhere in particular they should uh, put those suggestions or uh, just contact you as well? Yeah, happy to reach out to me. Uh, you know, on Twitter, it's just Willie underscore Wilkov. Um, again, they can reach out to us via email, which is just lightseekers at playfusion.com or go to the forums or on social media. We try and be as responsive as we possibly can be. Yeah, I've, I've found you to be very responsive just about anywhere I've tried contacting you. So I, I, I'm glad to see that. And I will um, definitely put all of those links and email addresses and such in the show notes for anyone that's looking for this. That pretty much covers it. We should be getting some more information soon, starting next week on the 11th when you start with the card reveals. Thank you, Willie, for being on the show today. Thank you for sharing all this wonderful information with us. I just can't wait till we start hitting some of these dates and finding out more. All right. Well, thanks for having me, Matt. I really appreciate it. A big thank you once again to Willie for coming on the show today to share all this information with us. Be sure to head over to deliverycrab.com slash 016 to check out the show notes. Not only will you have all the details that we mentioned here in the show, as well as the links that may have been mentioned, but we will have a few extra details that were brought up in the live stream and some of the articles that have been published since. We have all of that stuff in one place for you there. So be sure to check it out. Once again, deliverycrab.com slash 016. And now finally, as I promised you from the beginning, I have one more gigantic surprise that I wanted to share with you. And this comes in the form of a giveaway. I know a lot of people out there want to make their way out to the next big convention, the next big light seekers event. And that is going to be PAX East in April. Now, I'm not a big operation. I can't do everything for you, but I want to help you out a little bit. So this giveaway is going to consist of four one-day passes. PAX East is now a four-day show. So we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm giving away one badge for each day to one lucky winner. To find the details of this giveaway, head over to deliverycrab.com slash packs giveaway and you'll have all the information you need there there will be a variety of ways that you can gain entry into this giveaway 
Thank you once again for joining me here on this episode of Need More Buffs. But as always, I got a lot of work to do, more deliveries to make. So I'll see you next week.